Hello, it's Dr. Charles Benz, and you're listening to Healing Trends with Dr. Benz on the Radio MD Podcast Network. And today's topic is kind of a nice one uh, as a general topic for the prevention of illness because we now know that about 80% of chronic illness is preventable. And we're developing more and more tools to help us to do this prevention and not only in testing, but in protocols. And so my friend John Barson is going to join me today and talk about these things because we've been colleagues doing this together for about 20 years now. And he's a researcher and an editor and uh, an interviewer. And so, John, welcome to the program again. I know this is one of your favorite topics. Thank you, Charles. It is indeed one of my favorite topics. Um, I remember getting so interested in health back in the 90s and then uh, volunteering to be on the team to help build the Boucher Institute of Naturopathic Medicine in New Westminster, which is just outside of Vancouver here in British Columbia. And uh, at the time, I started interviewing doctors and, and health researchers, and I learned so much. I mean, as we've talked in an earlier episode, I cured, I cured my asthma completely with, with, uh, with an ND. It got me off of all the steroids and the, the, the prednisone and the inhalers. And every time I went to my doctor after an emergency trip to the hospital when I had asthma, he'd put me on another drug, it seemed. Um, but the ND, when we were having lunch one day, he looked at me and he said, you look like hell. What's going on? And I said, well, and I explained. And he goes, we could fix that. I'm like, how? And that was that started my journey. And we're here talking about it, so I want to talk about it. Well, it's interesting because we try to make sure that we use some you know, recent scientific studies whenever we do our programs. And the one that came through this morning, I was just floored by it, um, was that 90% of all medications, prescription drugs that are developed, are failures. In other words, all this money that they pour in to all these different programs failed 90% of the time. Now, this is not the ones that are successful. This is the ones that don't even make it to the market because they can't figure out the science behind it. So they spend months and months, sometimes years, and we know that you know they've been after Alzheimer's for a, a one-time one cure. They call that monotherapy. They want to have one disease and one test and one treatment. And I think Cleveland Clinic found out that 99.6% of every Alzheimer's monotherapy protocol did not work. But now they're saying 90% of the ones that they try to develop fail, go nowhere. And it's because the body's too complicated. They want to do a workaround. They want to block some of the key pathways in the body that are there for healing and for repair. And if they can block something, then they can get the symptoms resolved. But that doesn't solve the initial problem. And so this is something we have to pay much more attention to all the time. And I thought this study was amazing because I thought, well, the 10% that did make it through we know that a vast majority of them, 80 to 90% of those medications have side effects that are worse than the disease. Yes, I will give you a great example of that, if I may. If my sister-in-law, yesterday, I was over at uh, their house for coffee after I was seeing John at the health food store. And uh, she's 
holding her elbow and she's like, oh, groaning. And I said, what's the problem? She goes, oh, I, the, the medication is just not working and my elbow is just so sore and I can't work on my bathroom. She's doing her, she does her own tiling. Like they have just done a beautiful job on their house. I'm, it's just amazing what they've done. Um, they're not experts. But anyways, her elbow's so sore. And I said, well, uh, would you like to try something? And she goes, uh, she says, well, I will try anything. And she said, the pills are horrible. I'm like, well, here's what I'm going to give you. I happen to have some in my vehicle. <laughs> um, in my van, I actually have a bottle of castor oil. So I said, here's what I'm going to suggest you do. I said, there is no side effects, no contraindications. Uh, just rub it liberally on your elbow three times a day and wrap it with a tensor bandage. The only thing that you will do is, you know, you'll, you'll wreck the tensor bandage because of the oil, but you don't want to get it on your clothes. I said, no, and, and that's it. I said, it works on inflammation and uh, works on deep inflammation. Just try it. Every single person I've re recommended that to has worked for. So I went by there. Um, sorry, it was the day before yesterday because I went by there yesterday. And the first thing she said to me when she lit up was, it's working. <laughs> Well, but the anti-inflammatory pills and the pain pills that her doctor gave her just gave her terrible stomach pain and... Sure, sure. Well, we, we as you know, we use a thing called specialized pro-resolving mediators. And they're molecules that are extracted from fish oil, but they're the molecules that are specifically designed to reverse inflammation and pain in the cells. And this is one of the only anti-inflammatories that does this. I mean, there are other anti-inflammatories like boswellia and curcumin um, and turmeric, of course, which is a derivative, which is a, the source of curcumin. But these are only dealing with phase two of, of cellular uh, pain and inflammation. Well, what they say, phase one. Phase two is what specialized pro-resolving mediators does, and that's what gets rid of the pain permanently because it reverses the cell's behavior and its cellular functionality. And so it's so strong that now a lot of oncologists are using what they call resolvins in their cancer treatments because it will reverse cancer cells as well. And so these kind of treatments are, are very well established in the medical literature, but they're just not being taught and learned. And one of the things that I did, oh, 10 or 15 years ago, is I, I tried to find out what was the pathway for a cell, once it was healthy and then became unhealthy, did it go from healthy to cancer? Or you know, was there a kind of a step-by-step -step process? I found out there were six steps. First, they become stressed. Then they become weakened. Then they become challenged. Then they become dysfunctional. Then they become mutated. And then they become diseased. This process can take five, 10, 15 years. All right, but they're not testing for it. They're, 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 a vast majority of doctors just don't test adequately to find out which stage of a cell is in so that it can treat it earlier. Because the earlier you treat these things, if you treated every cell that got stressed or weakened or challenged, you'd have 90% of all chronic illness to be prevented. And so uh, a good example of this is thermography. Thermography finds uh, cells when they're mutated and diseased. But you need 4 billion of those cells in a tumor for mammograms to even see it at an efficacy rate of, I think, 65%. But if you use thermography, you get to see 200 cells. 
and you can see them heating up. They're stressed. And you can see that eight to 10 years before mammograms can see anything. So this is right at the front of the beginning of breast cancer when these breast cells become stressed. If a woman sees that in a thermogram and they start to detox and eat right and do some stress reduction, in three months they do another thermogram and those cells have gone back to normal. You've just prevented cancer. And if you add vitamin D3 to that, and we've, you and I've talked about that before, if you did a thermogram and added vitamin D3, 90% of breast cancers would go away. They'd never happen. And so this, this is the, the, the best first example I can give you, but I'm going to give you others. But I just thought I'd, I'd lay that out there and you can kind of react to it. Yeah, I, I think that's, um, th that's amazing. Uh, we've been working on, um, on heart rate variability technology, as you well know. And we have the ability with this new generation of algorithms uh, to uh, analyze health state and give people an, an actual visual um, look at what's going on uh, with or what state their health is at at any given moment. And treatments are improving their health or not improving their health if it's a medication. And uh, the nice thing about it is uh, you can see trends uh, long before they become symptomatic. And it's a, you know it's just a very non-invasive um, finger sensor, or soon to be armband. Um, it's called the Body Health Analyzer, and uh, it's got close to thirty years of, of research. And by the way, there are over twenty-five thousand peer-reviewed studies on heart rate variability in PubMed. So if you want something with some science behind it, explain this a minute, John. People people need to understand that. When, when uh, the body is challenged by something, whether it's a toxin or whether it's a drug or whether it's an injury, the heart begins to change the pattern of its, of its beating. And so th that, that pattern can be, can be evaluated in what you've been calling this heart rate variability because now you can figure out whether something is having a deleterious or a negative effect or not. And so if you're exercising inappropriately and you're not getting the oxygen levels into your cells that you should, your heart will tell you that. And it's the same thing with stress. If you're under stress, your heart will tell you that. And a lot of times you're right. It'll tell you weeks before any other indicators come up on any other tests. And so you're getting literally an opportunity to have a 24, uh, 724 uh, analysis. You just have to have the data and you, and you have to have some explanation of what's happening and see what the safe ranges are. And I see in your device, you have these uh, little circular assessment uh, uh, tools where you have uh, green and, and yellow and red, and it tells you what the safe zone is. And so it's simple to read. You just say, wow. The I, other I mean, heart rate variability technology that out there, like the heart math that my partner actually developed back in the late 90s, um, it's it's very scientifically based and you need an expert to really analyze it for you and to interpret the results for you. And what we've done is uh, we've interpreted the results so you can do it yourself. <laughs> and, uh, and also we can do health state and chronic illness and we do it on a curve we have very large databases and we do it on a curve from zero to a hundred and we have it in four quadrants. Um, 
you do not want to be in the bottom left quadrant, and, but, and if you are, then I hope you're seeing a health professional, but we can give you that entire curve. Um, I, I, did a, I, I actually tested um, a smoker, I think it's two years ago now, um, in one month, he improved his, his health state improved um, somewhere in the neighborhood of 15% in, in one month. To be able to... St- just by doing some natural things or by stopping smoking, what did he, he do? He just quit smoking. Okay. okay. But it had that much of an impact on his health that he could actually measure it. We can measure it and assess that. Um, and it just re- absolutely reinforces that decision. Because who wants to start smoking and immediately go back, lose 15% or aging speed? Oh, no, he's seeing the benefit. I mean, that's the thing that gets people to stay with the program. And 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 we have the same thing that we do. Our, my book is called, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a smoking cessation book. And so the whole thing is designed to get people to smoke, uh, stop smoking sooner, but getting healthier first. The whole thing was predicated on the fact that you're so addicted and you're so toxic, it's very hard for the average person because they don't see any improvement. But if you can start to get some improvement in your exercise and your diet and getting some detoxification going on, then you feel that benefit. And if you feel that benefit, then you'll go move forward. What you're saying is we had this program, we call it the Healthy Smoker, uh, how to quit smoking by becoming healthier first. And so this would be a great adjunct where we could use our protocol and attach it to the heart rate variability thing. And now you'd have not only them feeling better, they would have an actual measure of their improvement, which would have been better than 15% because all they did was quit smoking if they had got healthier first and did some of the things like exercising and nutrition and and toxin removal, if they'd have started to do those things and then used your heart rate variability, they would have seen maybe a, 50, a 30 or 40% improvement. And this is, this is where you can get the benefit of combining different natural protocols so that they work in, in, in concert with each other. And, you know, we're, 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 we're proposing that with a lot of doctors and with a lot of employers. And unfortunately, the employers have to be sort of self-funded so that they, they can not only feel the pain, but they can feel the benefit. In other words, if there is a possibility to prevent something and they use thermography and they see that the, it costs a little bit more, but they're willing to pay for it because they're a caring employer, and then the, the uh, female employees are getting the test and they're finding out, oh, wow, look at that. I've got the beginnings of some stress in the cells in my breast. And then they can get a doctor's appointment and find out how to reduce that stress and get that vitamin D in there and actually have a chance to probably prevent any, any breast cancer from happening the rest of their lives. I mean, that's how powerful it is. And um, another one that's like that is the glycomark test. The glycomark test is a, is a test, you know, they use the A1C as a test and they use the total glucose. They're very inaccurate. And so they don't measure the post-meal spike of about two hours when, you're, when you eat a meal and all of a sudden your glucose levels goes through the sky. Well, the glycomark test does test that as well. And so you get a blended picture of your before meal, in between meals, and after meals. And so 
you get this accurate picture that actually tells you five to seven years ahead of time that you're beginning to see a challenge in your insulin receptors. You're beginning to see a challenge in your pancreas. That's when you have about a 98 or 99% chance of reversing, of reversing that, that condition and never getting diabetes. And this is one of the biggest health problems that we have right now is diabetes. Did you know that some people that are born with a certain number of beta cells, and if you're average or you know, a, a little bit above average, you have like two, two or three million beta cells in your pancreas. You can be born with um, 10, 20, 30,000, 100,000 beta cells. And that means your pancreas can't make as much insulin as it needs to make. But no doctor will ever discuss that. No, no doctor that I've known or interviewed has ever mentioned that everybody's different and has maybe a different level of beta cells in their pancreas. We can find that out right, right away in our, in our evaluations with this glycomark test, and then you can, you can treat it accordingly. So are there any other prevention ideas that, that uh, you, you have heard about that would be worth mentioning today, John? Well, I, I agree. Uh, one of the important things to do is uh, you know, check your budget to see what kind of testing you can squeeze in there. But for sure, you want to find out what your vitamin D level is. Um, and there are others you can do, of course, magnesium, uh, which is also really important for the heart muscle. But I, I think uh, research, I think uh, doing a lot of reading. Um, if you do enough reading, you will certainly separate, you'll, you'll discover really good sources. And I would recommend Dr. Charles Benz's website to, as a good starting point for a lot of uh, a lot of the research and the science. So yeah, I think I think we have to manage our own healthcare. Um, we have to be our own uh, health advisor. Well, I'm going to give a couple of test uh, ideas to people because I know that I have uh, a history of cancer and heart disease in my family, and and so I'm I'm taking as many of these tests as I can and. One of the ones that I'm starting to rely on more and more is called the Galactin-3, G-L-A-E-C-T-I-N, Galactin-3. And it's a measure of a fibroid. Remember in the, earlier in the show, I mentioned there were six levels of, of uh, cellular deterioration. Stressed was first, weakened was second, and then challenged. Challenged is a good example uh, of the Galactin-3 because that's when fibroids start to develop in your body. And fibroids are a sign that the cells are not uh, necessarily uh, doing as well as they should be doing because they're starting to change their structure. Uh, these are proteins that kind of convert uh, into a fibrotic material. And once you see that happening, then you know that's kind of a precursor to a cell becoming dysfunctional or mutated and then finally disease. And so I noticed when I first uh, did that test that I was around 17, 18. And um, they say that somewhere between 12 and 2022 20, is probably the acceptable range, but that's a statistical analysis. I didn't like 17 or 18. So I started taking the recommended amount of a product called modified citrus pectin, which is a powder that comes from the, from the, uh, the shell of the grapefruit. And it's modified from heat and changing in the pH and a little bit like that. But I was taking about 15 grams a day. And within three or four months, my galactin-3 went from 17 and a half down to 12 and a half. 
And I thought, well, what that did was it actually made to get those cells to go back to being normal, functioning, healthy cells. And so that's what can happen when you have cells that are stressed or weakened or challenged, is that they're beginning this process towards heart disease. And that's the other thing, the galactin-3 is a measure of whether you're on the way to heart disease and or cancer. Now, you will have to then do a specific test on heart disease and cancer to see which one it is that may be causing more of a problem. But at least you're given a good indication of they've got some challenges going on. And another one that falls into the same category of a challenged test is called the 8-O-H-G-D. 8-O-H-G-D, that's a urine test. And that measures the accumulation of DNA damage in your cells. And did you know that there are about 50 to 100,000 cells in your body that are subject to damage, DNA damage, measurable DNA damage every day. 50 to 100,000. And so if you're not eating a diet that is very specific in terms of its ability to stop this this, uh, degradation of your cells and this accumulation of this DNA damage, then you're gonna end up with a chronic illness earlier in your life, 50s and 60s, and maybe an early death. And so we're trying to give people the longest lifespan possible. We're trying to give them the best tests and the best diet and the best supplements. Those are just two two examples of of things that we can be doing. And um, I I just hope that we can get onto this sooner than, than later. I know that you and I are working on a chronic illness a series, a television series. Yes. And we're going to have the 10 chronic illnesses that are preventable and reversible. And then people are going to be able to listen to those videos and they'll see all the vitamins and all the minerals and all the diet changes for each one of these specific chronic illnesses. I think that's going to be exciting. I couldn't agree more. Well, I think that we're to the point in our program where we probably have to say goodbye to, uh, to everyone and thank them for their time today. And we want to say thank you to our sponsors as well. Uh, one of them is DHA Labs. And DHA Labs is about a 60-year career of helping employers and uh, individuals to get the progressive tests that we've been talking about that allow people to identify when cells are starting to change in the early stage of deterioration. So DHA Labs is one of the leaders in this area. Uh, I've done all of my seven tests that I now have out there uh, for cancer and heart disease and and, uh, other illnesses, immune function. I've done all of them with DHA Labs. I wouldn't think of doing them with anybody else. So uh, you can contact them. They have their own doctors. You know, they often, people say, do I have to get a doctor to get this blood test? No, you don't. They have their own doctors. They'll, they'll guide you through the whole process. And so it's all included in the price of the, uh, of, of the testing, which is very, very reasonable. Another one of the companies that's our sponsor is Paddock Pools. And they have what is called a vacuum extractor. And it takes a lot of chlorine gas, about 95% of the chlorine gas that comes off the top of the pool. It's like a combination of the chlorine that's in there, but also it mixes with the bodily fluids, if you will, um, that that, uh, they're exposed to. And when you combine those things, you get this really horrendous toxic gas. 
And their little extractor takes about 95% of that out so that you're breathing really well oxygenated uh, air when you're swimming. There's, that's extremely important because if you consume too much of that, 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 that is, uh, those chlorine gases, you can deplete zinc in your body. And if you deplete zinc in your body, you might increase your risk considerably of, of uh, different cancers. Uh, the other company that I'd like to give a heads up to is MPB Health. They have a medical cost sharing company and by all the wellness programs that, that they work with, with us and others, and all the other kind of uh, cost reduction programs they're into around wellness and uh, negotiating expenses with hospitals and doctors, they're able to get a 30 to 50% reduction in healthcare costs. And the final sponsor is uh, Suncoast uh, uh, Financial Planning. And uh, they, they do a fantastic job of not only health management, but also I've been working with them for 20 years on wellness management. And so their clients really get the best of both worlds. So thanks to our four sponsors and uh, thanks for John Barson's help today. And uh, we look forward to your next uh, broadcast with us, John. Hope it's soon. And thanks to everybody listening today. We really enjoyed your, your, uh, your time with us and hope you've got benefits and can use them all the time. Thanks again.